This is Tyler from Begatha Nephilim. This is Dallas from Narcotic Wasteland. Hey, everybody. This is Travis from Visceral Discord. This is Mike from Devil Driver. This is Will Smith from Artificial Brain, and you're listening to the Great Metal Debate Podcast. Welcome, everybody, to the Great Metal Debate Podcast. I'm Xander, and I'm here at the Malevolent Creation slash Narcotic Wasteland show here in Clarksville, Tennessee at the Warehouse. It's going to be one of the final Great Metal shows here. And I'm standing here with a guy who I have been friends with on Facebook for about five years now. Uh, his name is Michael Eisenhower from the band Luna in Sanguinum. Am I saying that correctly? Yep, Luna in Sanguinum. Awesome. Uh, you know, I first listened to you guys... A couple of years ago, I think I added you to Facebook, and like I remember seeing that you were in a band, and I was like, "Oh, what band is he in?" Uh-huh. And you know, I, I saw this, and I was like, "Okay, let's check it out." I at the time, you only had like live videos on YouTube. Yeah. Uh, so I've been following you guys for like. Oh, that was while. probably when I was still doing vocals before we got our singer. Oh shit! I didn't even know that. I always thought that you were just the guitarist and uh, back vocals. Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to do the vocals. You know, I was like, dude, because. I like being able to thrash, you know, instead of always having to sing. <laughs> and I write a lot of lyrics. So I, as soon as Skip McGullum, um, who was originally the singer for Numbskull, and he recorded the thrash album Richly Abused, it's, uh, it's pretty like it's a classic release, dude. Numbskull Richly Abused, man. Fucking, you know, you know I think it. I might have heard of them at some point. Maybe yeah. he posted about it at one point. Yeah, or Relapse re-released yeah. it. It's fucking killer. But, but, um, yeah, as soon as he came... To one of our oh, shows, shit, you man. I actually like, signed with uh, Relapse Records. I didn't know that. Uh, the Numbskull release. Oh, Numbskull did. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Dude, we were like, yeah, if you want to fucking be in the band, we were talking about you already at the jam spot. So, yeah, so he came along, man. And fucking. It just kind of fell in his lap, then, basically, you know? Yeah, yeah, that's what he did. Yeah. He kind of likes it when I write the lyrics, and I just give him the rough draft to say, all right, here it is, and after the music is done, and then I say, make it your own, you know? So. You know, um, I don't know if I mentioned this at the start or not. I've, this is how short-term my memory is whenever I've had a few. Uh, but um, I, I did mention that this is the first ever um, Great Middle Debate podcast interview that is uh, drunk. Yeah, like a drunk <laughs> interview. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, so I've already had five shots of Jack Daniels before I got into the show tonight. And here I am. I started on beer because you, you know the golden rule. Looking before beer, you, yeah, I don't, yeah. I got to say the rest of it. Yeah. Uh, but, you, you know... Uh, I finished, finished off the last bit of Jack Daniels that I brought uh, with me, and uh, I share with uh, Travis Wood from of Serpents. Okay. He, he's a he's a really good friend of mine. Killer. Yeah, I, I've been coming here to the uh, warehouse to see uh, his band, Guerrilla Warfare, and all these other great local um, bands from here in Clarksville, Tennessee. Yeah, oh, man, it sucks that this place is going to shut down, then, man. Fucking had a good scene for a long time. I can tell by all the stickers. Right, and, and, and you know this establishment has been up for um, all like I think it was like two months shy of thirty years. Uh, yeah, they opened it like sometime in like nineteen ninety one. So roughly okay. when I was born, you know. Well, the sound guy did a great old. job today, man. I had a good time. Oh yeah, Doug. See, uh, I've I've known Doug for a while too. He's always been a great sound guy. Yeah, he's killing. You him. know, but. Uh, uh, like even when my friend's uh, punk band played through here, uh-huh. they did a decent job. I forgot. Uh, not not Russ. Um, what was the name of that band? Shit, I can't even think of it right now. But hey, <laughs> uh, you know what? Um, before I drag this uh, drunk interview on 
um, even further. I got to ask you the important questions. Okay. So, what got you into uh, music or, or like metal in general? Like, what was some of your early gateway bands? Oh man, dude, we were. I had older cousins that would, you know, jam out Rat and Twisted Sister and you know all that stuff from back in the day. And so, of course, I had to go out and buy the Twisted Sister Stay Hungry album and shit. And then. Uh, Friends in school turn me on and like, dude, you got to check out this Celtic Frost. And I'd see the older guys with like Slayer Hell Awaits back patches. Dude, what the fuck is that shit, you know? And we're jamming Ride the Lightning and all that, dude, fucking. And then uh, once I found a demo tape of the band Numbskull and uh, this music store, and I'm like, dude, what? who's this? And he's like, well, it's a local band. I'm like, local bands? And there's flyers for shows. I'm like, oh, yes, we're going to all the local shows. And, Everybody I knew wanted to be in a band and a guitar player, but I didn't have any money. You know, I was poor and shit. Uh, so they all I had the really. guitar for Christmas, and you know, I've, that's just how it started for me, man. I was like, dude, because I, I didn't have shit and I wanted it so bad, I sold over everybody. They're all either dead or whatever anyway by now. You know, half of them, unfortunately, but bummer. You know, uh, so uh, I got to ask you um, another question here is. Um, what were some of the first songs, like metal songs or metal bands you had ever heard that really inspired you to pick up the guitar and start playing? <laughs> Man, I was a huge Metallica kid. You know, Master of Puppets was like the ultimate album. Um, Testament, Practice What You Preach, and, you know, New Order and all that stuff, dude. Exodus, Bonded by Blood. You know, oh man, it was so I, I got an Exodus patch, I got a Testament patch. You know, yeah. You know, the, my, the few thrash bands I do get into are like the older ones, especially with that. Uh, what was that? Of course, we band? found Deicide and Cannibal Corpse after a while, too. So I've been a diehard <laughs> fan of both of those bands since like 2006. I remember yeah. uh, I was like 15 back in 2006. Dude, I, was, I was, was watching like, a hardcore band play a shit party in I was Chicago. Great at the time, man. Like, <laughs> this band called Bottles Flying, dude, and a hardcore band in Chicago. I'm watching them. They got their name because Bottles Started Flying and didn't have a band name. It was a cool ass band. And there's like a scene over here that's totally different in this party place, dude. They're like jamming fucking. You know, butchered at birth, and I'm, I'm like, dude, what's that? You know, and, uh, so many killer memories, dude. Yeah, yeah, I have the long sleeve. So get this, I have the long sleeve shirt of the butchered at birth album from Animal Corpse. I also have a gigantic wall flag with the album cover. Kick ass, dude. And I also have, get this, because uh, apparently band merch is starting to be like this now. I have Cannibal Corpse Butchered at Birth socks. Ah, fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> and now I, I tried to get uh, a Butchered at Birth patch. Uh, that was in the shape of a coffin on uh, Etsy. Okay. You know, people like home make their own shit on there and sell it. It's crazy. It's like a homemade yard sale kind of website. Uh, okay. Way. But yeah, I ordered it uh, back a few months ago and I never got it in the mail. I was like, what the fuck? It said my orders confirmed. It gave me an order tracking number and everything and I never uh, I never received it. So, oh, shit. Yeah. A- a- anyway, sorry. We're, we're kind of getting Oh, I should probably here. mention that my drummer um, toured with Wrath and Europe and all kinds of stuff was on their recent album before the one that just came out. I have heard of the bands Wrath and I've heard of the bands Wraith. Okay, um, yeah, it's uh, Wrath from uh, basically like Waukegan, Illinois, north of, north of Chicago, um, suburb areas. And then my bass player Rod, Rod with a D, not Rob, Rod. He uh, was in a thrash band, Dementox, and a bunch of other bands and shit. So, yeah, a lot of history in this band, dude. Yeah, um, so how long has Insanguia, Luna Insanguia, sorry, Luna Insanguia 
How long have they been around? Like, what? What? Actually, you know, About let's start years. from the let, let's start from the beginning. Like, what other bands were you in before uh, Luna Insane? I was. I later on ended up joining Numbskull because um, I was in some local bands that nobody would even know. You know, we didn't really do shit. And then uh, I was, man, barely able to drink and got into Numbskull. And then they showed me the underground, so I got even further into it. Then doing snail mail and meeting all kind of really cool people, you know, from all these zines and shit and bands. And I watched, like, Vomitory start up and, you know, fucking... Holy shit. I love cool Vomitory, shit, Vomitory, you know? Yeah, I remember when the necrophobic guys decided they were going to do Dark Funeral. Necrophobic. You know? <laughs> so, and then I joined, I started Evil Incarnate, you know, a satanic death metal band. like. Oh, shit, Angel that's shit. where I knew you from. Uh, okay, yeah. like, see, um, uh, I knew about your band. I also knew about the other band. And I guess for some reason my dumbass is thinking that you're two different people for those bands. Yeah. But, oh, sorry, the other band. But uh, we wrote controversial kind of, you know. lyrics in the past, and then we're kicking ourselves in the ass for it now because it just kind so, of fucking roadblocks left and right because of it. You know, because people want to put politics into music, and we don't. We don't care who you know has sex it, with who. We don't care. You know, we've got friends of all race and colors and creed. You know, but. It's just shitty sometimes when people want to put politics, you know, before right. music. And, and you know, um, so um, as for the controversial lyrics, that means you guys kind of fall under the same category as uh, Grand Belio's Key, a uh, black metal band from Virginia. Not even that bad, but yeah, we uh, uh, okay. we did play shows with them and things. Before, uh, uh, because so. that's the only other underground. We're actually friends with those guys from the past, and if I seen them, I would still consider them a friend. But you know, that's because I, I don't just shit on people because they have different politics and views than I do, you know. I think people should be free in America and be able to decide what they want to do, and if you don't like it, then don't fucking talk to the guys, don't listen to their music, you know, none of that shit bothers uh, me. Uh, absolutely, you know, uh, and it sucks. Cancel like, culture sucks. <laughs> you know, <let's, laughs> It's just going to get worse. Uh, you know, uh, Gomthog Metallicus, the guy that runs this YouTube channel, he and I actually just had a, a, a great metal debate mm-hmm. a couple months ago about how uh, he thinks that the band Lamb of God sucks, and I love them because they're one of my gateway bands. You know? uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so we had like a, a lot of banter back and forth on his podcast, and um, it, so where I'm going with this is that even though I absolutely love the band Lamb of God, I will always hate their politics. Yeah, but yeah. I would still respect them as musicians. Oh, they're a killer band, you know. So uh, no matter what they believe, it sucks that some people put it out there like that. But yeah, you can't deny that they write killer songs and they're great musicians. So. And I don't understand why people hate the mainstream so much. I mean, I understand that some of it can be overrated and overplayed sometimes. uh, I wonder if some of that's jealousy from some of the smaller bands and it kind of spreads like a virus. It kind of is, but at the same time, there's some elitism that goes behind it. It's not just jealousy. Yeah, it Uh, is who you know a lot of times in the scene, dude, for sure. Like, a a lot of the um, bands, like, I'm going to use, like, one of the heaviest bands I've ever heard. Uh, Goat God. They only put out like one album. They're a New York based. Do you like Archgoat, dude? That band. Archgoat is nuts. I just heard the yeah, newest album, like the, the Blasphemous Crucifixion album, yeah. I think it was called. Yeah. Wait, I'm sorry, did, did, I, did I get the wrong? I don't even know what the name of the album was, but it was something along those lines. Yeah, the new album, I can't remember what it's called either. It, it shows a bunch great. of people hanging on the front, <laughs> with a, like burning. Yeah, uh, Their artist is awesome, uh, Yeah, the, even though he does only like the black and white uh, mm-hmm. satanic. Um, Blasphemous album covers and stuff. Yeah. It's only black and white, but it's still good artwork, though. Yeah, yeah. Like uh, he's the same artist, who, I think. I believe who did that one picture of like um, a Baphomet raping Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> well, they got like that fucker Jesus on the cro- uh, cross. You know, um, it almost looks like it's from like the crucifixion scene you see in a Bible. 
painting or something, and then behind it is like a uh, the old pictures back in the day, how they'd have the double exposure. It's the uh, goat head and shit, you know, in the background <laughs> and shit. It, it, you know, um, it, there was another picture I saw. I think it was, I don't know if it was Gorgasm or if it was... Ah, oh, those dudes are killer. I remember when they started, dude. I had a uh, buddy's band, Fierce Bond Religion, that fucking was fucking just as killer as they were, dude. I, I went to go see, I went to go see uh, Obituary open up for Abbott back in late 2019, like right before the Rona started circulating the globe. But uh, anyway, there was this guy who was standing right in the front and right in front of me, and he had a black battle vest on with all these black metal bands all over it mainly and he had this one band i don't even don't even quote me on this i don't even know if it was a gorgon patch or not i'm just guessing uh, it was because of the way the album cover looked yeah. it was like a cross of like blasphemy and gore uh so they showed jesus crucified uh, uh, uh you know uh-huh. but then it showed uh, a nun uh, giving him a blowjob as he's dying on the cross uh, and uh, i was like dude that that is like the most sacrilegious thing i think i've ever heard since one of my old buddies up in New York told me he wanted to get a tattoo of Jesus. Dude, you'd uh, like a new shit. evil incarnate shirt, dude. It's got uh, Mother <laughs> Mary tasted sweet on the back, and the front's got Jesus behind her pulling her hair, and he's right. fucking raping her and shit. Uh, he's a motherfucker. He's a mo- <laughs> no, no, he's a, he's a mother raper. Uh, yeah, <laughs> mother rapist, sorry. He is. See, dude. this is how fucking just smashed I am. Like, uh, how, how, many, how much have you had to drink, by the way? Uh, I don't normally drink a whole lot anymore, you know. I just get fucking wild and just go to the bars and we'd be brawling and shit with people or whatever and you'd be in court all the time or jail and it sucks so I'm just like eh I'm just gonna jam dude and now I'm focused and I'm driven and I'm accomplishing shit but when I was just getting wild and didn't care and fucking metal dude it's great it's fun but if you really actually want to do something with metal and you don't have a killer manager taking care of you and doing all that shit cause I gotta do it for both of the bands then basically like you're not going to get anywhere. You, you know, um, the underground is oftentimes the best way to go. Uh, you know, yeah. like, because you know you're, you're friends with a lot of these guys, and yeah, you, 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 sometimes it's actually kind of cool to have only like twelve fans. Oh, uh, fuck. Uh, you know, I mean, we don't care if there's ten people standing there watching us. We're going to fucking play like Boone and Sanguinum do, and we play. We fucking just get up there and kill it like it doesn't matter. Because you guys don't play for profit or for a studio manager. You guys play for fun. You yeah, because you we're playing with Wild Creation and Narcotic Wasteland. And, shit, and that's dude. fucking badass. Awesome. Dude. Uh, like, uh, okay, so uh, another thing I didn't mention in this interview is that uh, we're here at the Malevolent Creation Show here in Clarksville, Tennessee, and on this particular tour, they were celebrating their 30th year anniversary of the Retribution album. Yep. And I was and just I got looking, a shirt. Uh, me too. I'm, I'm wearing it right now underneath <laughs> and I want to text commandments. Because <laughs> they're not going to print those no more, dude. Oh, seriously? Yeah, so if you if they got any left, you might want to grab one. Uh, I don't know. I think I'm kind of cool with this, believe it or not. Okay. But like, awesome. I, I saw one that this one guy, whenever I went to go see Arch Enemy and Behemoth in, in Atlanta two weeks ago. Okay. Uh, there was this one guy standing behind me. He was wearing a Ten Commandments shirt. And I was like, dude, are you going to go see them? He's like, oh, I didn't even know they were on tour. <laughs> and I was like, okay, so we got a fan here, you know. Yeah, I, like a, a diehard, longtime fan of dude. The old, scene old school. is so saturated with so many awesome bands. It's like, how the hell do you keep up? Like, you, you ever heard of this band that's uh, back here called uh, Brutality? Oh, of course. Their drummer is uh, Ronnie. He's the drummer for um, Mother Creation tonight. Oh shit, dude! I didn't even know that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so I'm one of these kind of metal fans that really will remember songs. He's got and a albums, uh, Perdition not... Temple shirt on. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. You know, I've heard of them. Uh, I didn't really fully check them yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, Gene from uh, Angel Corpse, man. 
Oh shit! See, I've been following Angel Corp since like 2007, yeah, I think. Yeah, yeah, that's his band. Dude, dude. The, the first album I checked out by them was the of Lucifer and Lightning album. Okay, hell yeah! I've seen uh, Angel Corp in Chicago with Immolation. It was fucking awesome. I've seen Immolation twice. I saw them back uh, in 2019 when they were uh, was still playing for the Atonement album. And the newest album I did, um, no, I didn't do a review for it, but it was still a good album. It was uh, the Acts of God album that just came out. Uh, you know, Immolation is one of those bands that you, that you just basically do no wrong. And dude, right the here new Jungle Rat, <laughs> new fucking Jungle Rat I heard is fucking amazing, dude. Dude, uh, okay, so I only just listened to Jungle Rat for the first time last week. I show you not. Uh, okay. I mean, actually, I knew, I've known for well, years. That's that thing again. There's so many fucking bands. How the hell do you? It's keep hard up? to keep up. Really, people you are know? like, you mean to tell me you've never heard these guys? It's like, dude, I'm sorry, but there's so many fucking bands. How the hell am I supposed to hear them so all? So I actually heard of Jungle Rat for the first time like ten years ago. And the, they put out a music video for a song called Blood Ties. Okay. And I was like, hey, you know what? The song is decent, but... The locals of our area up there. Uh, see, um, after I heard that song... Dave Matrice was in Numbskull. Uh, even There's though, a lot of bands that got people from Numbskull, dude. Even though I only listened to, like, one album by them, I mean, one song by them, I still never checked out their full album. Even though I really liked that song, Blood Ties, I never, uh, like, fully checked them out. Uh, like, let's check out the album it was from. Uh, but, you know, had I done it way back when I was a teenager, I probably would have thought, dude... These guys are fucking sick, man. Oh, hey, I should probably, since we're like having a good time with this interview and shit, I should probably mention that our uh, EP, Global Bloodbath, is getting uh, released through Dark United Media in uh, Dark Florida. United. Yeah, darkunitedmedia.com. Is that based out of Tampa? Uh, Jacksonville, I believe. Okay, well, I mean, that, that's like three hours from Tampa. Yeah. And I happen to know that because I'm actually writing a book right now. Uh, Tampa Death Fest is going to be killer or not. Uh, was it sat, uh, September 30th and October 1st or something like that? Yeah, so... Um, Three days, actually. Okay, I'm going to fill you in about something that's, t- that's Ronnie not... Ronnie from, um, like, who's a malevolent creation drummer and was in Brutality and all that, he's on uh, Perdition Temple. His band is Blood Messiah is playing the Tampa Death Fest, too. I, I don't have a, a Blood Messiah. Um, uh, I have the sticker that I just bought from merch table, but okay. I never actually heard them before until I just bought the sticker. But as for not not Blood Messiah, I haven't heard of, but I have heard of the old school brutal death metal band called Messiah, oh, uh, which man. I have a patch for that on my back somewhere. Hell yeah, dude. You, you, you did you see it? Killer shit on this jacket, man. Uh, hell yeah, this, this this is my battle vest. I, I, Fuck yeah, dude. Oh, Aeon, dude. I remember when those guys started. I used to talk to them all the time, dude. Really? Now they're signed on Metal Blade, and they won't even return my messages. <laughs> Uh, uh, see, th- I don't know that, if it's that, because that, they're just busy. That, that, that's the problem. Know. I'm that, not going to speculate, but okay. I, I, I mean, know, that is the problem with going mainstream. You know, you get to be too uh, semi-famous. Yeah. So, uh, and uh, oh, I can't talk to you anymore. <laughs> right. I, I'm too good for you. I signed with Metal Blade Records or yeah. Napalm Records or fucking Nuclear Blast Records, Centimeter Records. All, or, hell, you know what? Even Dark Descent Records, for Christ's sake. Uh, because even, even that's the, a cool label. Uh, yeah, yeah. They, they just started, like, what? I don't know, like 10 years ago probably yeah and uh, I remember back when they used to only put out like the underground shit like you know like didn't, didn't they have uh, that band uh, Benighted or something like that yep I think so I may, maybe I get that confused no they're from Europe over there were they on that label I don't remember. Uh, see, this is how drunk we are, but like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I so can't remember where these shit, fucking dude. bands are from. Yeah. yeah we're, and right now, we're kind of missing out on Narcotic well, Wasteland. Yeah, but, you know, before we end this, um, I should just mention I do Halloween Hellfest every year. I got some really killer bands that are going to be playing that. Um, it's going to be in the Chicagoland area, and I also do Thrash and Mall Fest every year, too. And, you know, I, I support small bands. You know, this is a, a small budget band guy trying to help other band guys. And, you know, we just make it a good scene wherever we can. And, you know, I don't get into that rock star shit, dude. And Backstabber, 
shit talkers. I don't like the motherfuckers. Yeah, you know? Neither do I. But we we got people s- that do not repay favors, no matter how many times you hook them up. They know why they're not playing my there, shows, and that's all I got to say about that. There's a certain local band around here. Uh, I'm not going to even mention their name, but they, they, they have a, a a vocalist that's both a screamer and a rapper. Mm. Like he's doing like a new metal kind of shit. And oh, like, trying to make uh, new we, metal we got scream. bad blood because like even though I supported him for like several years, mm. he wanted to get mad at me because I laughed at a joke that I didn't even make. But like, <laughs> uh, it, it, maybe he's uh, you know fucking. Got a little man syndrome or something. I don't know. Gets I don't know. Easily. <laughs> <laughs> uh, we'll, we'll leave that up to the girls to decide. I guess I don't know. Yeah, I mean, if he even, oh, but yeah, he does. He does. Yeah, I forgot. Anyway, fuck him. Oh, yeah, you don't shit. <laughs> You know, he's not. He's not one of the good local bands. Like, so there, there's actually a Christian brutal death metal band from Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Oh yeah. Uh, called Abated Mass of Flesh. Okay. They are. The sickest, I promise you. They are the sickest, brutal death metal Christian band you've ever heard. I mean, they're even more brutal than Encryptor and uh, Mortification. No shit. Yeah. Wow. Uh, See, I'm not. I'm not ignorant. I mean, um, I'm I'm not a Christian by any means. Neither am I. I'm an atheist. But uh, you know. If somebody's fucking talented and they're fucking killing it, man, more power to them, dude. Dude, their vocalist is knocking futz, man. Like, uh, his name is that guy, Zach. Zach I'm not going to do an evil incarnate show. No, 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 sorry. But, uh, oh, you know. uh, Mike Plunkett, sorry. Uh, Zach Plunkett is a guitarist. Like, it's made of like two different siblings, you know, because they go like. Um, the, the Wind Gates and the Plunkett's in the band, so. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, hey, we should probably. Uh, Wrap this up soon and get in there and watch some narcotic wasteland. Oh yeah, before the their show ends up ending. I mean, they've only like been like twenty minutes in. And, <laughs> yeah, they uh, probably got like you know, forty minutes. Well, uh, yeah, you know, we, we should probably wrap this up because it, uh, so we can get like the last twenty minutes of like. Was there anything else you wanted to ask me? Um, I mean, I, I'm sure th- there's like a bunch of things I probably didn't ask. We have me, a website I, too: www.lunainsanguinum. Oh shit! I only thought you guys only had a Facebook page. Yeah. But I mean, it, it's cool though. Uh, I mean, I, there's so many questions I didn't ask you because I, this is completely unscripted and yeah, uh, yeah. I forgot what a usual interview is supposed to say. <laughs> and, and I'm drunk, so I think <laughs> people will enjoy it. Yeah, I mean, hopefully, because we didn't just have an interview here. We had a full-on discussion. About yeah, metal we're bands. talking about fucking like underground metal, dude. Shit, That's what matters, know? dude. Doesn't matter what your politics are. Doesn't matter none of that shit. Keep it to your fucking self and just have fun. Absolutely, I, I, metal. I couldn't fucking agree more, man. Yeah, but, stop trying to cancel people because you don't—they voted for some guy that you don't like or some dumb shit or whatever. I yeah, mean, I got a trans son. I don't care what people are into. Right, right. You know, I have a trans friend. You yeah, know, and, <laughs> and, and you know, um, I'm worried about me and my bands and and furthering our careers and doing what we need to do to succeed. And I help as many people as I can along the way. Absolutely, and that's the way it should be, you know. Unfortunately, bands have become so divided. You got those Antifa cocksuckers who uh, stopped the the black metal band called Take from playing uh, indie shows here yeah. like four years ago. See, and they're dumb. They're just going to roadblock themselves, dude. They're never going to get anywhere. It's like, what the fuck are you doing, you know? Uh, right, but the thing is, it kind of made my blood boil back in 2017 whenever... Uh, Take got canceled for every single show they were supposed to play here in the United States because uh, Antifa, those motherfuckers, they decided to stand in front of all the bars and make sure that they didn't play at any place that they played. And uh, it's like, dude, they came from another country to experience our First Amendment right, and you guys yeah, are stripping dude. them of that just because they're foreign. Hey, brother, we gotta start pulling shit out of here. All right, we're wrapping up this interview. All right, man. Uh, so, um, 
the guitarist here, Michael Eisenhower from Luna and Sanguium, uh, has to go uh, load in the rest of his uh, band equipment because they just got there playing a killer show. And uh, I want to thank you so much for having this drunk interview with me. I, again, no promises thank that I'll actually get this up. But, you know, if I do, I'm going to have my friend Gunflag Metallicus from uh, Facebook. He's going to hit you up personally. Excellent. And, Hell yeah. And let you know whether you know whether or not he can or can't upload this. So. All right. Because I got right. I have his direct phone number. So Killer. All right. So this has been the first ever Drunk Great Metal Debate podcast with Michael Eisenhower from Boone and Sanguium. And uh, thank you so much for listening to us ramble on about, you know, fucking shit. And about how I wish I would have grown up in the 80s, too, to experience getting demo tapes and cassette tapes. And the mosh pitch from hell, dude. Oh, fuck, dude. <laughs> getting I, crushed it, against the stage. People, people back in those days used to get trampled before they oh, fought. yeah, I thought people, I was going to die a few times. Uh, right. Just because a little the, kid, dude. That was back. grown men. That was back before they uh, implemented, like, the new uh, unwritten rule of if somebody falls in the pit, you have to pick them up. Yeah. You know? And I got I mean, We up. did pick people up, but there were so many people that you just got crushed, man. Right. <laughs> I, I mean, back in 2011, whenever I saw Decrepit Birth for the first time, after I seen them like three times, but like, uh, it was the first time I saw them, they played with Abysmal Dawn, and like, uh, I got in a mosh pit with these guys, and uh, next thing I know, there's like four or five people like dogpiling me like a, a football player or something. Because <laughs> uh, like warrior school man, uh, we so, used to call it. Uh, this like really short kid, he went up behind my legs and grabbed me up and tried to try to pick me up by my uh, my calves, pretty oh, much. Fuck, yeah. And then I fell backwards on top of him because he fell face first. I fell on my back on top of his legs, and then next thing you know, there was like three or four people who all dogpiled on top of to the trip over us. Uh, and you know, this is opened up for um, uh, cataclysm. Yeah, Cataclysm. Yeah, I didn't see them again until uh, they opened up for Decapitated the same, later in the same year. Killer. Just seen them in Chicago at Reggie's with uh, Deicide when it came through. I saw Deicide back last August uh, with my brother. I saw them with the Cataclysm as well. But um, they're playing again with Cataclysm this year. And yeah. the, the reason why this uh, tour that's coming up is so special is because um, Cataclysm is playing their entire Serenity of Fire album, which came out in 2005. Right. That was the first time I ever got into them by them. And then Leech... I'm uh, oh, sorry, um... Deicide is playing the 30-year anniversary of Legion. Yeah. They're playing that um, all the way through. I thought, oh, my God, this is a show of lifetime. I have to say it. Just the like only this. thing that would make that even more sweet, and I don't, I'm not in the middle of whatever's going on in that band. I don't know. I don't care. But if they had the Hoffman brothers in there, right, be even better. But yeah. the guys that Glenn has now are fucking great, dude, so whatever. I mean, yeah, but like, there's something special for the Hoffman brothers yeah. because they, they – um, they wrote them all the way into like like Once Upon the Cross, I believe, or yeah, Serpents of Light and shit. And oh yeah, Serpents of Light. Yeah. Uh, oh, wait, what was the last Hoffman Brothers album? Was it Extension um, of Redemption with my uh, Jesus or? What, what was that one song? Uh, homage for Satan. Homage for Satan. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and of course they have the song Desecration. Uh, yeah, that was a good album too. I remember that was like one of the last good DSI albums next to Tale of God. Yeah. But like their last two albums have been like mediocre as fuck though, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. But uh, hey, I'm still gonna support them though because I got the long sleeve of the, their debut album, the self-titled. Um, so fucking a. Well, all right, Xander, I gotta load some gear, brother. Right, yeah, me um, too. Sorry, I keep like dragging this on. No, yeah. I appreciate it, man. I really there do, man. Anybody that's helping a scene like you, I really appreciate. All uh, right, I've been following. Uh, I Luna also appreciate the for, Heineken. Oh, no problem, dude. It's on me, man. Hell yeah. But uh, hey, yeah, we're gonna go in there and uh, watch the last little bit of songs that Narcotic Wasteland has to play. Fuck yeah! All right, and we're playing with them tomorrow night. All right, thank you guys very much. This is the Great Metal Debate Podcast. Closing out now. Goodbye.